Well, it's happened. Novak Djokovic has tested positive for COVID-19. He and his wife, Yelena, have just revealed that the tests have come back positive. Um, it's a massive shock to the tennis world after the Grigor Dimitrov, Borna Charic, Viktor Troitsky uh, and Troitsky's wife news, plus Djokovic's fitness trainer and Dimitrov's coach. It is huge news. Special edition of Breakpoint Podcast coming your way right now with Val Fevo and Joel Ferrucci on the other line. Joel, how are you going? How, what, do you, what do you make of all of this? Um, well, I'll tell you what, Val. I certainly didn't uh, expect that we'd be doing this um, emergency pod right now. At, uh, what time is it? 10.28 p.m. Yep. in uh, Melbourne, Australia. But um, look, I'm still, I think I'm still searching for the right word to use to describe how I'm feeling right now. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that Novak actually has tested, to COVID, uh, tested positive to COVID-19, but I'm also not really, given the scenes that we saw. Like, we were expecting it. But the fact that it's actually happened, it's just it's just staggering, really. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Yelena Djokovic, as we'll touch on, has also tested positive, which um, shows, really, I think, just how quickly this thing can spread. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what we will say, though, as well, is thank God that their kids are negative. Um, so that's important. But, um, geez, I mean, I am, I am just... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's just it's just incredible that Novak actually has got COVID-19. And I would argue that probably apart from Boris Johnson, of course, the um, British Prime Minister, Prince this Charles. is probably, the I, I think, the most significant infection that we've seen. Yep. I, I think Prince Charles may be a little bit more so, just considering he's a royal. But um, there, yep. well, I guess to start the discussions, we can read the statement from... Um, from Djokovic um, in English. And the moment we arrived in Belgrade, we went to be tested. My result is positive, just as Yelena's. Uh, while the results of our children are negative, everything we did in the past month, we did with a pure heart and sincere intentions. Our tournament meant to unite and share a message of solidarity and compassion throughout the region. The tour has been designed to help both established and up-and-coming tennis players from Southeastern Europe to gain access to competitive tennis while the various tours are on hold due to the COVID-19 situation. It was all born with a philanthropic idea to direct all raised funds towards people in need, and it warmed my heart to see how everybody strongly responded to this. We organised the tournament at the moment when the virus was has weakened, um, believing that the conditions for hosting the tour had been met. Unfortunately, the virus is still present, and it's a new reality that we're still learning to cope and, cope and live with. I'm hoping that things will ease in time so that we can resume the, our lives the way that they were. I'm extremely sorry for each individual case of infection. I hope that it will not complicate anyone's health situation and that everyone will be fine. I'll remain in self-isolation for 14 days and repeat the test in five days. So there it is. And uh, look, the, the one paragraph that I, I take from that is the fact that when he said that thinking that the because the virus had been weakened, they thought that they could go through and host an event like this. The virus had weakened, yes, but social distancing measures are still in place all around the world. So I don't get where they came up with this situation, but it's, you know, it. this has been an utter act of complacency and it's just been, it's just been horrible. It's been really, really I'd, horrible. I'd, I'd love to know, Val, what exactly he means by weakened. Yeah, um, I, I really don't. How know. can you weaken a virus? Um, I don't really, I don't really understand that. It's either there or it's not, and unfortunately, it was there. Um, and look, I mean, you know, fair enough. The the intentions behind the Adria tour were were fantastic, mm. but it was the way it was executed. Um, and we spoke about it on on 
the I, I suppose the schedule podcast today, um, and when we when we spoke to Nick as well, Nick McCarvel, um, that yes, it's all well and good to have you know all, all these great intentions. We we did see um, we did see exhibition tennis coming back across Europe and elsewhere in the world, and we're about to see some more events, of course, in the near future as well. But there was just such a lack of regard for the new normals that the majority of the world is living by the, yeah. the social distancing, social distancing rules and just minimizing um, human interaction in those spaces. Um, and you've got to ask yourself, obviously Novak Djokovic is the president of the ATP player council. And we did speak about this today, but now that he has tested positive himself, um, I, I think it's, he's now um, in a position where his, his leadership is almost untenable because um, not only has he, um, and I know you've written an article about this for the first serve as yep. well, um, which we'll share on our Twitter account tomorrow. But um, not only has, I suppose, he used his platform to spread some misinformation about, um, you know, the virus itself, um, remedies, if you like, um, uh, you know, anti-vaccination as well, but he put his colleagues at risk with that event and the way it was organised. So I think um, with that in mind especially, I think that's the worst thing about it. Yeah. Oh, Look, wholeheartedly agree, but I I reckon it needs to be taken one step further because the social parameters have been ignored to an extent of humongous proportions. And I would almost go to say is that, so again, say Nick Kyrgios was in the middle of this furor. What would people be calling for right now? Would they be calling for a suspension? A hundred percent they would. 100% 100% yeah. they'd be calling for a suspension. So why is this no different? I think Novak Djokovic yeah. should seriously be under that much scrutiny that a suspension could be warranted from the ATP tour. They need to make an example of this. And what what has been done is so wrong on so many levels and it's just been completely ignored. And yes, I understand that it was all done in good faith, but this wasn't wasn't the time to do something of that scale in good faith. The ultimate tennis showdown in the south of France at the Moritoglu Academy has no crowds. Yeah, and it's all just live streamed. That works. Mm. Why can't you do that? Live stream the Adri Tour. You're still going to get sponsorship money. You're still going to get what have you from different broadcasters. doesn't matter if fans aren't going to be there. It's tennis practice. People can watch yep. it from their from the comfort of their own homes. They can stay home. They can, you know, they, they don't have to be sitting next to each other in a full stadium. And this has right this has been a right royal cock up. And yeah. I have no other words for it. Now, what are the ramifications for the rest of the season? That's the big question. Now the US Open is scheduled to go ahead at full steam ahead. The USTA announced that a week ago. But now what what's a bet that Washington is the first tournament back. The, the tours are going to start in August. That's less than two months away, Joel. Coronavirus yeah. can last for a fair while, and who knows what health ramifications these players are going to have to go through. It's not. This is. This has happened at one of the worst times when we should have been looking forward to tennis. And I honestly, I. This could result in the season being cancelled, in my opinion. I don't know what you think, but um, yeah, I reckon it could be cancelled. Um. <laughs> Yeah, look, it could be, but I think for the most part, I probably disagree, though. I think it'll probably, I think the season will still go ahead. Um, I, I think, um, I think governing bodies in the sport will push as hard as possible 
um, for the season to continue, for the calendar to go ahead as um, as they've planned. I just think there's there's too much um, there's too much money riding on it um, for a lot of these bodies um, to have no play um, at all. Obviously, we addressed it today with um, with Nick some of the some of the figures and you know the broadcast specifics and all that yeah. kind of thing. Um, I think as well, I mean, I think the positive for, you know, if Novak Djokovic was to not play, and this is still a big hypothetical because he still might play, he might recover quickly, who knows, um, he could take a long time to recover, we don't quite know yet, but, um, you know, if, if the bigger players do choose to um, withdraw and, you know, I guess I expect that a lot of players, certainly after this, if Grigor Dimitrov and Borna Chorich and Viktor Troitsky, if their positive tests didn't send shockwaves through the playing community already, then certainly Novak's will. Um, and, you know, they might, if, if they were, you know, if they were set on going to the US Open or the French Open, they might have done a 180 and changed their mind and said, well, I'm going to stay home. But um, for the ones that do still go, um, those players in, in the top 120 rankings, them pulling out means there's possibly an opening for, for a player outside that bracket. So um, I guess there's some positives there. Um, but you're right. I mean, if, if a guy like Novak Djokovic doesn't compete at the US Open, for example, then, um, you know, I guess the, the tournament loses a little bit more credibility as a product, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, it does. And I, I think the, the big question is, and we said it on the podcast today, this is this is 700-odd people going into a bubble in Flushing Meadows if the US Open is to come back with the 128 players from singles, 128 players from doubles, plus three entourage um, citizens from each. So that's 700, plus doubles, plus umpires, plus what have you, tournament officials, what have you. That's probably, that's 900 people in this New York bubble. If something like this has happened in a very small exhibition tournament in Belgrade, it is going to be on steroids by the time the tours hit New York. Mm. I I just it, it just doesn't seem feasible. It really doesn't seem feasible. Um, it's it's this it's just crazy. I, I think um, you know, when Tom Hanks announced that he had it, the world kind of went into meltdown. Tennis Twitter has absolutely gone bananas right now and yeah I, i'm i'm still in just absolute shock but you're right the t- like there's still enough time i think before the us open to uh starts or before the tours go back to try and nip this in the bud i don't know if that is going to happen but uh, the ramifications for this are, are truly diabolical and i honestly think a suspension could be on the cards for novak djokovic just for sheer negligence and it could be for all the players that participated in this and ignored the social uh, social distancing measures and guidelines that everybody's have had to adhere to globally. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think um, the players and the people that were advising them, I think you've got to, you've got to wonder as well, um, you know, why there was no, seemingly no consideration given to the fact that there was going to be a lot of full traffic at these events and that it was going to be detrimental um, for these guys to take part. I guess we haven't quite narrow down what the actual source of the virus was just yet. I know um, we saw some uh, some um, some tweets floating around um, tonight uh, saying that maybe Grigor Dimitrov 
I brought it in to Croatia from the US, but we, um, as far as we know, we haven't been able to verify that. So still very much up in the air. And um, of course, we should stress that um, until we know, no one should really be playing the blame game and and putting it all on Grigor Dimitrov. Um, No. But, you know, I think while we don't know, um, ultimately, and again, we said this today, you've got to tackle... You've got to tackle this thing at its roots, and that lies with the organisers, unfortunately. Yeah, it does. And the Adria Tour organisers, the Djokovic family, um, I think, uh, at at fault for this, and that they've organised they've organised something, and, and and not just the Djokovic family. Goran Ivanisevic was involved in this as well in organising it. So I, I think it's just been an absolute torrid affair, and um, the fact that Dimitrov got it was bad then Chorich, and then the snowball yeah. effect has just continued and it has been an absolute disaster and a debacle. One of tennis's biggest controversies, I think, over the last... <sighs> I think this has probably been tennis' most tumultuous year since World War Two. Yeah, and, and look, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Um, I've, <laughs> I honestly can't remember seeing a complete and utter clusterfuck like this in tennis ever, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that sorry has, for the it, it had it, to be said. It had to be said. We love speaking French on this show, and it hasn't it hasn't happened much. I think back in the days when it was the four of us, me, you, Ryan, and Joel doing uh, and jo- oh my god, I've done it again. Me, you, Ryan, and Josh <laughs> uh, doing the show. It's ten fourteen, Val. It's all right. Yeah, um, yeah. When we were doing the show, I think Ryan let out a, a couple of f bombs, and you might have let out one one yourself. But um, no, it's yeah. it's. I think it's. There's no other word for it. I think clusterfuck is probably the the best way to describe it, and it's it's been an absolute disaster for for the um for the Djokovic family for his reputation, and I, I don't know if there's any coming back from this um for for him. And after all the all the stuff that he's preached, I think the the anti-vax, the um the healing of water. He's uh, Yelena posting that conspiracy thing. It's definitely not a conspiracy now, Yelena. Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, and good. Djokovic's parents coming out and say uh, and talking about Federer in a negative way. Um, Djokovic not being a part of the U.S. Open Zoom calls. I just think it's been an absolutely diabolical COVID nineteen period. It started well for him with the donations that they made, but um, I think all of his yeah. twenty twenty accolades, winning the ATP Cup, winning the Australian Open in Dubai. That all gets overshadowed now by by what he's done over the past month and just the sheer arrogance and um, negligence that he that he's shown in in the public eye. I think it's been really disappointing. Yeah, no, well said. Uh, not much to add to that myself, but um, yeah, look, I think I think disappointing is probably a good word to use. Um, yeah. you know, with from an, from someone with such a high profile and with such a public platform. Yeah. Um, with so much ability to do the right thing and do good, um, especially in a time like this, where um, despite what's been what's been said in some quarters about you know people coming together and, and human spirit and unity, there has been a lot of division yeah. this year caused by this thing, and a lot of people are unhappy for various reasons. Whether it's you know rocking up to the supermarket and there's no toilet paper, or someone's lost their job, or mm. not being able to see family, or whatever it is, there's a lot of unhappiness, and for someone. Um, in his position to be spreading that kind of information is just really, really disappointing. And then to yeah. culminate in this, um, I guess, really just only puts an exclamation mark on it. 
Yeah, and I think the influence there that you mentioned, I think, is is the most disappointing part. The fact that you know he is a role model. He's got a lot of people looking up to him, as do all the other oh, yeah. tennis players that, and the the plethora of tennis players that were participating in this Adria tour, and they've all, I think, let their fans down, and they've all let they've all let a lot of people down in this situation. And you mentioned the toilet paper; that's all going again at the moment with the second wave. So, yeah, fun times, fun times. Twenty twenty, it was. The start of the year was supposed to be hashtag good vibes 2020 and hashtag F off 2020, I think is probably the, the best way to the best hashtag now. But yeah, really disappointing. Novak Djokovic test positive for COVID-19. Joel Frucci, thank you very much for this emergency podcast and your part in it. Oh, no, that's all right, mate. Um, yeah, I'm just going to, um, I think I'm just going to lie down for a bit and just try and wrap my head around what we've just seen. Yeah, so am I. It's going to be a very, very interesting night. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Breakpoint Pod. You'll hear all the latest on this about it and Instagram and Facebook as well. You can follow Joel Fritchie at Joel Fritch on Twitter and Instagram. Myself, VFebo96 on the same platforms. It's been a big day of tennis. You can listen to our other podcast uh, that we recorded today with Nick McCarvel on Wooshka, or you can listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as this one will be. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We'll be there. So... Big news. Wrap your head around it. We'll catch you next week for another big, big, big edition of Breakpoint Podcast. I've been Val Febo. Enjoy your night, tennis fans.